y'all. Welcome back to the Casual Vegan Podcast. I'm Margaret. And I'm Mary. And today we're going to talk about vitamins, which we've talked about in the past. But today we're going to do an in-depth dive into vitamins, nutrients, deficiencies, and what you need to know. And then the next episode, we're going to talk about eating your vitamins versus supplementing your vitamins. So be sure to look for that one but you got to know the basis the basics first right all right so what mom what would you say your biggest question is right off the bat about vitamins or nutrients well i'm just gonna ask the really the obvious question what is a vitamin? Man, this almost sounded bland. <laughs> you mean we didn't? Come on. <laughs> what is a vitamin? So, <laughs> vitamins are. <laughs> okay. Because there's more than one, so we're, we'll what, talk about you, them all. Really? Vitamins, there's more than one? Yes, oh, come there's on. more than one. Guys, there are 13. Vitamins. Mm. Look, I'm already getting ahead of myself. All right. What's a vitamin? <laughs> Let's go down a that road. A vitamin or vitamins are organic compounds that people need in small quantities. Now, you'll hear me contradict that statement later on. Mm, okay. But in retrospect to your macronutrients, mm. vitamins are needed in small quantities. Uh, most vitamins come from food or supplements um, because the body does not produce them naturally or only produces them in small quantities. Really? Biggie, you came back? He couldn't stand himself. <laughs> <laughs> right into that window again. He likes that window. We'll get him out later. Um... I'm going to have to edit that out. Oh, well, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Okay. So, for instance, vitamin D is not readily available in large quantities in food. Okay. So, for instance, vitamin D is not readily available in large quantities in food. Uh, t- typically, the human body uses the sun. It's called synthesi- synthesizing. Okay. My brain doesn't want to work today. That's okay. To create vitamin D on your own. That's um, also the best source to get vitamin D. Yeah. Uh, so vitamins play many different roles in the body. And there are two different types of vitamins. Mm. So one is fat soluble, one is water Water soluble. soluble. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) the difference between the two, fat soluble means the body stores the vitamins in the fatty tissue and liver, and the reserves can stay in the body for days or even months. 
Um, these absorb through the intestines in your body. Water soluble means that your body, it, the vitamin doesn't stay long in your body um, and it's not stored in your body and typically leaves through your urine. So um, if you've ever experienced taking too much of a vitamin and your urine turns like a bright, bright neon yellow, <laughs> that's the vitamins leaving. Yeah. Um, and typically it should only stay that bright for like that one or maybe two peas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not for days. Like same day it should go back to whatever, unless you were just consuming way too many vitamins. Yeah. Um, and Water-soluble vitamins are often needed in higher quantities than fat-soluble vitamins. Yes, because your body does not store them. Yeah. So, uh, Mom, do you want to tell us what the vitamins are and when they were discovered? Oh, sure. We can talk about that. Let me get back over here to my note here. Vitamin A. Okay. was discovered in 1913, back before you and I were even a thought. A thought. Back before most of our listeners were probably a, yeah, a thought. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, that, that one is typically called retinol. Yeah, retinol. Retinol. Retinol, retinol. Retinol. Or one of four carotenes, including beta carotene. Right. Beta carotene. Hold on. Oh, sorry, Mom. I'm going to pause you. Cut and put me on pause for a moment. Okay. Beta carotene is typically the carotene you will find in dietary supplements on the back of bottles when you're mm -hmm. looking at supplement facts panels. Okay. Go and on. If, and if you don't want to go into a supplement, you can uh, you can get uh, the, the, the... Okay, go ahead. That's next episode. Oh. Oh, okay. You got good sources. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next one. Vitamin B1. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're going to talk about uh, the good sources when we talk next week when we talk about eating versus supplementing. Okay. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. I know. It's okay. I do the same thing. Okay. Most of these were actually way before any of us were thought about. This the was 19. Or any of them. All the oh, vitamins yeah, on yeah, the list. Yeah. 1910. Which one is this? B1. B1. Thiamine. 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 That one. You added too many ends. I added Thiamine. too many ends. <laughs> and here's a favorite. Here's a good one. Um, 1920. Mm -hmm. Vitamin C. Oh. Ascorbic acid. Yep. Yeah, but a couple of them in 1920. Here's another in 1920. Our favorite, vitamin D. Mm. And uh, I'm not even going to say that name. You go ahead. Um, um, <laughs> hold on. Oh, it's just calciferol. So oh, you typically go. you're going to see it as cold calciferol or, or as um, agor calciferol. Yeah. Ergo calciferol, however, wherever your dialect is from. <laughs> Depending on where you're from. Um, then we got, in 1920 also, you got vitamin B, which mm -hmm. is rolfin. 
What? I can't say it. You say it. Riboflavin. Riboflavin. Okay. Excuse me. Ribo. <laughs> well, you know. I love you, Mom. I know. That's why I give y'all a good laugh. Everybody gets a good laugh. Riboflavin. <laughs> and like, I, what are you reading? <laughs> I don't have a clue. <laughs> That's why you should let me say where they came from. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. 1922. Vitamin E. Something. Coferol. Now you. I have been told other people pronounce it as uh um oh gosh, how did they say it? Tocoferol. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, when somebody said that to me, I said, What did you just say? <laughs> I was like, it's there's no A in there. It's it's taco for all y'all. <laughs> well, it, it starts off with the word taco, so it's no, it doesn't. T O C O, toco. T yeah, toco. <laughs> well, for me, it's taco. So okay. <laughs> T blank C O always taco. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then we got vitamin B twelve, which is a favorite of mine personally. Yeah, that one's the one that we were talking about. Yeah. So that's the cobalmins. Mm -hmm. So you'll see it as methylcobalmin or cyanocobalmin. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but this is why I'm here, guys. So I can tell you the ingredient name. <laughs> well, everybody has to have a job. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. Vitamin K, one. Oh, yeah, I don't know that one. Well, I know it, but I I am horrible at pronouncing it. But it's a... Uh, phyllo. Well, you want to pronounce it phyllo because we call phyllodo phyllodo. Yeah. But, I mean, you can we can go that route. Phyllo quin one. That's going to be my quin choice. But you... I think there's a, like, more technical people pronounce it differently. Well, anyway. Um, then you got then you got the vitamin Bs, B five, B seven, B six, B three, and they go in order of nineteen thirty one. It was B five and B seven. Nineteen thirty four was B six. Nineteen thirty six was B three, and nineteen forty one was B nine, which is a folic acid. Which I can pronounce that one. The yeah. and B three niacin. Niacin, and or you'll see, see it as niacinamide a lot yeah. on labels. Um, and, B6 uh, B is paradoxine. B7. It, well, that's biotin. Biotin, yeah. And then um, B5 is panathenic acid. And uh, we didn't talk about K1. Yeah. Okay. Those are the, uh, the most recent ones that they have found. There's a couple of others, but the next group is what they're good for. So we'll talk about that another day. Well, not what they're good for, but their sources, mm -hmm. the good sources. Or do you have what they're... What they help? Yeah. I'll have to edit that part out. I believe it's what they help, yeah. Right here, down at the bottom, because it talks about the different... No, that's, um. well, that's the deficiency. Yeah, the deficiency part of it. And we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, the deficiency. Um, so with, obviously, vitamins, macronutrients, and micronutrients, we've talked about vitamins. Macronutrients are super easy 
to remember. That's going to be your fats, proteins, carbs. So whenever you hear somebody saying, oh, I count my macros, that's what they're counting, fat, protein, carbs. Mm. They're counting their intake of that. And they allot themselves a certain amount of each for the day or the uh, meal. Uh, I don't do that. That's a whole lot of work. Yeah. But I don't knock anybody who does it. I mean, no, if you, you do that, I honestly, I appreciate if you Honestly, it's better than counting calories. Like if you're going to yeah. count something, I would say count your macros versus counting your calories because you could eat your weight in blueberries and still eat less calories than like a box of Twinkies but when you eat those blueberries you're gonna miss out on some of the things that I don't know if my I weight be in using box of Twinkies. I was gonna say I don't know if, I, if my weight in blueberries is compared to the satisfaction of eating <laughs> okay, box okay, of okay. Twinkies. You could eat a uh, hundred calories of what's something good, something real good. Oh, let's do cheesecake. You could eat a hundred calories in cheesecake now. There are some naturally occurring uh, vitamins. Also, they pump it with vitamins anyway, especially if you're getting store-bought shit. <laughs> so you're going to get some vitamins. But when you eat 100 calories of that and compared to 100 calories of blueberries, you're going to have more blueberries than you are that piece of cheesecake. Yeah, that piece of like cheesecake is about a bite. Yeah, the size of your <laughs> of your like bowl that you're gonna have it in. Like you could put that <laughs> Yeah, it is gonna be probably about remember those Sara Lee cheesecake bites I used to get? Oh man, I could tear they came in like a pint thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. could tear up those and well, now that I think about it, all I can think is <laughs> Awful. Eating all of that was for me. I was just thinking about what what's that? The cheesecake factory cheesecake. Oh God. Or the cheesecake I used to make. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I you know what? My sister in law makes really, really good cheesecake too. You know. But y'all, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm about to ruin everybody. You need to order a cheesecake. From Ivy, yeah. At Two Birds, now I, I think with cakes or anything like that, you have to give her a little bit of more notice yeah, than like get... her meal prep stuff. Yeah. Um, because it takes a little while because she does everything from scratch. Like she yeah. doesn't go buy a tub of the of the plant based cream cheese and plant based sour cream to do it. Like she does it all from scratch. Yeah. And, and it is good. Yeah, I got that cheesecake for mom and dad for when they retired. And oh, Lord, I I dream about that cheesecake. That cheesecake was really, <laughs> really good. 
It was really good. We had strawberries on top, but y'all, she can do anything. Like, she can do yeah. strawberries. She can do any other kinds of fruit. She could do, uh, I think she can do chocolate, I think is what she told me. Yeah. There's, she has options. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need to, you, if, if you want a really good vegan cheesecake, yeah. go that route. Call yeah. her up. She'll, she'll, she can, she can take care of you. Yes. But yes, yeah, that, can. um, and that way you won't feel left out because I tell you, cheesecake is one of those things that, you know, it's you, just so good. You just don't want to miss out on cheesecake, you know. Yeah. So it, it's, 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 you know, that's true. It's a specialty kind of thing and that's it's, true. it's worth, uh, it's worth eating. I'm sorry. Um, we, we, yeah, we, we veered we, off. We veered off talking about We shouldn't have brought up cheesecake. <laughs> No, you're right. You shouldn't have brought up something really good to eat, cheesecake. Um, okay, so. so. Having said cheesecake. Back to macro and micronutrients. So your macronutrients are literally the easy, kind of the easiest to spot, especially on your labels. Yeah. Because they're at the very top of the ingredient panel mm -hmm. and they're in bold. Yep. Um. And having, I should, I should say, I have done the counting of the carb business in the past. I've done it. Yeah. It's a pain. I mean, if you are... I'm just not that diligent. That's my problem. I'm just not diligent. Enough. There are times counting calories can be beneficial, but I would say for the average human, there's no need to count your calories there's no need. You don't need to know. But there are people, like people that do bodybuilding shows or the bikini shows mm -hmm. or um, I'd say even some triathlon, dicathlon, marathon running people, they might count. But I think most of them now count macros versus yeah. counting their calories. Now, they might keep track of their calorie intake, to, but... I don't train um, dicathlon athletes or mm -mm. Or, or marathon athletes or tricathlon. Is that the right? <laughs> that triathlon. Triathlon. Tricathlon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 I mean, back in the day, I, di I did all those. I counted all those, the fats, the carbs, the whatever. And and I'm I I have to admire people that have that kind of diligence and dedication. Dedication, yes, it is very much. I had a book that I kept it all in, and everything that you know went in your mouth, you would count whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's a bit of a yeah, it gets daunting after a while. That's why I say also for the average American, you don't really need that. So. Uh, I'll say it a bit louder for the people in the back. For the average person, American or not, you don't necessarily need to be counting calories or macros. But if you have to count something, count your macros. Mm -hmm. And find a plan that is going to be good and beneficial for you based on what you want to achieve. So if you're looking to lose some weight, 
you can find a plan for that where you're counting macros. Yep. Um, so now that we've been your, off course again. Well, that's not really Four. off course. That's still on topic. Um, so your macronutrients, some people also call them, um, well, your macronutrients are technically also vitamins, um, but they're also trace minerals and your macro minerals. So there are minerals that are bigger than your regular minerals. Um, with that being said, your macro minerals are going to be items like iron, boron, zinc, magnesium, copper, iodine, manganese, potassium, calcium. Mm -hmm. These are all very important to you as a human being. Maybe not boron, <laughs> but you do need copper. You do need iron. You do need manganese, magnesium, zinc, iodine, potassium, mm -hmm. and calcium. Uh, and then, of course, you, you'll have trace minerals. That, those you really taste more in water. And they're kind of in everything, regardless. I don't even know what they are. There's like a gazillion of them, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, with that, we'll move into deficiencies for vitamins first. Okay. Back here. Typically, when you talk about a deficiency in a vitamin, it, it kind of gives you the <clears throat> um, what happens to you in your deficiency. Um, the, it's, it, I like the one retinol because that one's the one that, you know, you hear a lot about it in the news now with um, different um, supplements to help with vision. A lot of times with retinol, if you're deficient, mm -hmm. you get a lot of uh, night blinds, mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing. So that that's one that you hear quite a bit about. Mm -hmm. um, um, this isn't a deficiency, but if you have an overabundance of carotenes or carotenoids, mm -hmm. that will turn your skin uh, orange. It's not, so like I said, that's not a deficiency, but it is a side effect. So you got to watch how much you intake. You don't want to intake more than what you need because this is a fat-soluble vitamin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to, yeah. You, you don't want to get too much of that um, kind of stuff because let me, let me go back. Um, yeah, the retinol is a fat-soluble vitamin. Now, thiamine is a um, water-soluble vitamin. I'm trying to read what um, what um, you know. One point two. The the deficiency is the third one over. Very 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 yeah. So um, it's also uh, oh man. My autocorrect, autocorrected mine. There's also another syndrome. Yeah. 
there's several. These are the ones that are kind of other. It, it's yeah. So beriberi is a condition that features problems with peripheral nerve and wasting. Um, it can also lead to uh, weight loss and anorexia can develop. So when they talk about that being a deficiency issue, they're talking about unhealthy weight loss, mm. not planned weight loss. So y'all don't go try to get deficient in your B1 vitamin just so you can uh, lose some weight. Lose some no. weight. That's not the way you want to lose. Right. There's also some mental things that um, go along with like, that. Yeah, yeah. like con uh, confusion, short-term memory loss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vitamin B6, anemia. Yeah, that's pretty pretty easy. Easy. Also, peripheral neuropathy, mm -hmm. um, and also anemia is the most common side effect when you're deficient in iron. Um. Okay. All right. B seven. <clears throat> okay. Are we ready? It's already recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about B7. Biotin, mm -hmm. and that's a water-soluble one, and that's dermatitis. Mm -hmm. And it also can cause inflammation in the intestines. Okay. And then there's um, B9, which is folic acid, and that's also a water-soluble one. And that one can cause birth defects. So that one is a bit um, important to ladies of uh, uh, women of childbearing years kind of thing. And they need to pay attention to that one a little more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, your B9 is going to affect the uh, fetus's nervous system during pregnancy. Uh, so you'll definitely want to make sure you're taking your prenatal vitamins and keeping keeping up your B9. Absolutely. And B12, which is, all right, tell me what it is. Col methocobalamin. There you it's go. It's the cobalamin. It's methocobalamin it's a, or cyanocobalamin. Um, and that one's a water-soluble too, and that's anemia as well. Mm -hmm. And it also can present with neurological problems. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my personal favorite, vitamin C, mm. ascorbic acid, scurvy. Hi, <laughs> I got the scurvy. I got scurvy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, it can also... With more current times, <laughs> it can also cause uh, bleeding gums, loss of teeth, poor tissue growth, and wound healing, um, which is very interesting. But surprisingly, you can still get scurvy. Like, it's still a thing. People still get scurvy. I know, but it's, you know, so much fun when you talk about scurvy and sailors. I maybe. <laughs> you know. I mean, scurvy, rum. Yeah. I mean, well, they used to drink rum. Go suck a lemon. <laughs> Keep you from having scurvy. Yeah. Um, well, move on. Vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of my favorites, vitamin D. 
rickets. You're not old enough. I remember when people talking about rickets when I was young. Oh, yeah. But it can also cause osteomalacia, which is... Uh... Get them big words, dear. <laughs> which is just the softening of the bones. That's well, a big word for that's, that's... bone softening. <laughs> Well, which yeah. isn't good. I mean, well, that's partially. I really wouldn't like to have either rickets or um, <laughs> osteomalacia. Osteomalacia. I don't think that's how it's actually pronounced. Sorry, doctors. <laughs> well, we'll do better next time. Uh, vitamin E, and mm -hmm. Lord, I can't say that word. I said a, a taco. To go for all. To go for all. Okay. <laughs> to go for go for all. Anyway. Well, I know people who say it is taco ferals, but I've always heard it pronounced to go for all. Okay. There is no A. It's T O C O, not T A C O. This isn't Taco Feral Tuesday. It ain't Taco Tuesday. <laughs> no. Toco Tuesday. But it can be Toco Tuesday. Or Tofu Tuesday. Tofu hey. Tuesday. Um, All right. And that's a fat soluble. <laughs> I didn't I didn't say that on my on my vitamin D either. But oh. those are both fat solubles. Yeah. All the others were water solubles. Um, but that is a, a that can cause a mild anemia. Yeah, and typically the so the anemia that it causes, hemolytic anemia is typically in newborns. And when it's found in newborns, it's also destroying their blood cells. Mm. So definitely, now vitamin E deficiency is very rare. Very, very rare. Well, I shouldn't say very, very, but it's rare. Um, so you still wanna make sure you stay on top of it, make sure you're getting enough vitamin E, but it's not as big of a deal as some of these others because mm -hmm. it's rare and good old vitamin k that deals with bleeding yeah bleeding diathesis or diet diet yeah i forget the word that you had in the book your book mm. but it's diathesis diathesis yeah <laughs> um and so Let's see. We need to cover, or did we already cover macronutrients? Mm -mm. Okay, so now we're going to get into the micronutrient deficiencies. And remember, your micronutrients are going to be iron, zinc, manganese, copper, iodine, magnesium, potassium, calcium. Uh, and then you can also get into some other ones choline, selenium. Uh, chloride, chlorine, actually that's not one, but is it? Mm -hmm. Well, like chlorine. Oh yeah, that is chlorine. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so we'll start with the obvious, your, your iron deficiencies are going to cause anemia, um, which just for those who don't know and have heard us say anemia a lot right now, it just means that you have too few healthy blood cells in your body. That makes you anemic. Mm -hmm. Which means you could be tired. Right. Um, your 
You could, or you could be a mother. Yes, a mother of a toddler. Mother of a teenager. Um, your manganese. So this is one that's kind of interesting. There's limited evidence in humans. Um, but they're saying even with the limited evidence, it suggests that a deficiency in manganese um, can cause bone demineralization, poor growth in children, skin rashes, hair depigmentation, decreased serum cholesterol, and increased alkaline phosphatase uh, activity in men. That's specific to men, but can also um, alter mood and increase premenstrual pain in women. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, it's limited, so we don't really know if that's the case or not. Um, but then you go into potassium, and potassium typically <laughs> you're feeling muscle cramps. Sometimes you'll feel tired or weakness. But typical, like the, I think the very most common one is muscle cramps. That's what you see a lot of people, especially mm -hmm. athletes, mm -hmm. um, having issues with. Mm -hmm. um, some other ones can come for, to uh, constipation, heart uh, arrhythmias, tingling and numbness, and increased urination. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, tingling. Your nerves. Yeah, so, yeah, your nerve stuff, um, which is where you're going to get the tingling and numbness uh -huh. feelings from. Um, but I kind of wonder if potassium, low potassium could also be part of um, why some women experience heavy menstrual cramping. I don't know. You know, it could be because, you know, every organ is really a muscle too. So, yeah. you know, it could very well be. Yeah. I, I mean, I think so. It'd be interesting to to, to see some. a study on that or to do mm -hmm. some extra research. So y'all be on the lookout see, because see <laughs> we might be doing some extra research. <laughs> well, you know, we might run across some things that kind of lead us down that path. Yeah. I mean, I, that could be, you think about that, that could be life changing for some of these mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know women I, and I've known women in my life that have like debilitating mm -hmm cramping mm -hmm. and I mean I've always kind of been blessed that I well I haven't had a monthly cycle in 10 years but when I was I hardly ever had cramps mm -hmm. and when I did I mean they weren't they were more mild yeah they weren't as bad as some people's like they were bad enough where I would feel it but not bad enough mm -hmm. where I was like not able to get up or not able to do something yeah there are some some women have them where they are bad to the point of they are in bed for days, days. yeah i um i couldn't imagine dealing with that but i know that if it could be simply fixed with potassium like how and maybe a couple other vitamins how life-changing could that be for 
Yeah. Women who have that issue. Yeah. And I know there are companies out there that promote, um, like a, it's like a PMS gummy or something. Mm -hmm. I've seen it occasionally. I'm sure it'll pop up in my Instagram now that we've talked about it, but, um, I have seen the ads for it, but I don't need it. (laughs) Well, I I obviously uh, don't need it. I haven't needed it for a long time either. Uh, 10 plus years. Um, Yes, I know. The deer are up there. Y'all, she has ADD. My ADD. She just spotted the herd of deer in the woods. Well, you know. (laughs) Um, But, so... Well, we might look into that, but, um, I'll have to see if there's this by the time, probably by the time that there's a study on it, by the time I do it, we'll be, we'll be dead. dead and gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or you'll be doing it by yourself. You won't <laughs> need me. <laughs> um, so then you've had, oh Lord. then you've got zinc. Are you anemic? <laughs> Keep no. you awake? No, I'm not anemic. Low I iron something sleep maybe? sleep well last night. Well, join the crowd. No, my vitamin levels are A plus, plus, yeah. plus. Yeah. I'm over on some of my vitamins. I was over on iron. Thank you, spinach. <laughs> well, there, that's next week as you. Oh, yeah, me. yeah. We'll be. That's uh, next week's. We'll be discussing that next week, anyways. So, zinc. Zinc. Um, one of my favorites. Hair loss, changes in their nails diarrhea, can have more infections, Mm -hmm. uh, feeling irritable, loss of appetite, um, and eye problems. Yeah, zinc zinc is, as as with several of them, are, um, are enzymes and stuff that are involved in your metabolism. Yeah. Um, but I know zinc, zinc is one that, you know, will is a good one for several things yeah um magnesium is a loss of appetite nausea and vomiting fatigue and weakness shaking pins and needles yeah so Hmm. that's like when you feel pins and needles in Hmm. your hands or feet uh, or bone or anywhere on your body really Uh, muscle spasms Hyper excitability. Wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe I have a magnesium deficiency. I don't know. Do we? <laughs> uh, and sleepiness. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> no, you're not in a. You guys, you're either deficient or or you're a mom, <laughs> or you don't sleep well. Well, yeah, that's that's more like. Or it. you have a combination. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could be a couple of things. Did we do potassium? Um, potassium, potassium. Let me see my potassium. I think we did. Oh, I'm gonna move on. I, I think we remember. did. Yeah, we talked about potassium. Um, uh, copper can lead to anemia, low body temperature, bone, <laughs> bone fractures, and osteoporosis. Low white blood cell count, irregular heartbeats, loss of pigment from skin, and thyroid problems. I don't think we did do potassium. Well, we can go back and talk about it again. I thought we did, though. Well, just reading some of those. Oh, yeah, 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 we did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cramps. The yeah, because we got to talking about cramps and stuff. 
look, my mind went to those gummies and then doing more research. And then I totally forgot. I talked about it actually yeah. verbally talked about it. Yeah. Um, iodine. So iodine, you're going to have, or you can have swelling in the neck, unexpected weight gain, fatigue and weakness, hair loss, dry, flaky skin. Um, sorry, lost my spot. That's Feeling okay. colder than usual yeah. and changes in heart rate, as well as trouble learning and remembering. Well, you know, we used to do iodine. We used to everybody use iodine. Yeah, with, in your iodized salt. In your iodized salt. And now everybody, including us, uh-huh. have yeah. gone to pink Himalayan salt, pink Himalayan sea, salt. sea salt. Um, and that does not have iodine, iodine in it. No. So, you know, you've got to pay a little bit of attention to whether or not you are Getting enough, Getting enough iodine. Iodine is important. Most all processed foods, not all, but a lot, have some iodine put in them. So check your labels. Make sure anything you're getting, like your little snacky snacks, mm-hmm. make sure they've got a little bit of iodine in there. Mm-hmm. You have to That's, look. Or, yeah, or stop or use iodized salt when you're cooking and then use your pink Himalayan or sea salt when you just want to put a little bit of salt on whatever you've cooked, like on your plate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that's a pretty easy one. Um, it's also related to your thyroid. So you got to make sure... Your yeah. thyroid health is good too. Yeah, because it it, it is a regular, regular. I'll get the regulator. Word. Thank you, of metabolism <laughs> too. And I am regulatory. That yeah. is a regulator. <laughs> that is a regulator of your metabolism. So you do have to pay attention to those. Yeah. That a lot of them do deal with your metabolism and um, working in that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the next one is calcium. Calcium's pretty easy. You'll have muscle aches, cramps, or spasms, as well as pain in the thighs and arms when walking or moving, uh, numbness and tingling in the hands, arms, and feet. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not really great. You definitely want to make sure your calcium is, is good. Um, calcium can also affect your bone density. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to make sure you have calcium in your bones. I mean, for your bones. And you now they have. They typically don't do it on younger people like you. Mm-hmm. They will do it on older people that they have a test for that. Yeah. Um, now you can request those tests at yeah. any age, but yes, they typically will do them on the older folks. Yes. Um, next, we'll talk about choline. Uh, so choline is, uh, you're going to, if you're deficient in choline, you're going to have low energy levels. Again, a lot of things, if you're deficient in it, you're going to be tired, basically. Uh, so if you're feeling tired and you know it's not due to lack of sleep or 
outside factors like having a child that wakes up in the middle of the night or wakes you up at 5.30 in the morning, uh, go get your levels checked. Mm -hmm. um, some of the other ones, these are really big. Uh, memory loss, mm -hmm. cognitive decline, learning disabilities, muscle aches, nerve damage, and mood changes or mood disorders. Those are pretty significant. Choline is mm -hmm. important for your brain. They are important. Very important. Um, um, if you have a chloride deficiency, um, you'll have fluid loss, dehydration, weakness, and fatigue. Here we go again. Difficulty breathing, diarrhea, or vomiting. And that is called hypochloremia. You come up with all these big words. <laughs> I'm not coming up with them. Somebody else came up with them. All these big words. But, you know, one of the things you, you need to think about, don't, don't run out and say, oh, my gosh, I am, because as I've been saying here for the last few weeks, I've been really tired. I don't think I'm deficient in anything. I just think it's the time of the year. So be sure before you go off and say, you know, I want a full panel of yeah. everything. Think about what you're doing. Look at what you're eating and check it. Yeah. Think, think about how your nights have been. Like, are you waking up more often? Are you going to sleep later? Are you distracted? Do you have high stress? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to factor in that may not have anything to do with the fact that you could be deficient. But if all of those are pretty normal, mm -hmm. then look down the deficiency line. Mm -hmm. Go get the test. Figure out mm -hmm. where you are and wherever you're low in, get get those pumped into you. Mm -hmm. Not literally. You don't need an IV bag. I know that's a hot, hot thing right now. Get an IV bags after you get drunk. Stupid. Oh my goodness, I hadn't heard Anyways, that. Anyways, listen, I'm not knocking the nurses that do that for a living because they're just monopolizing on the people that want to do that. But all I can think is that's dumb. But because they're getting off topic real quick. They're getting an electrolyte solution, which mom, you know what electrolyte mm -hmm. solution is, right? We're Guess talking about what? some of those. Yeah. It's salt, water. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And sugar. Mm -hmm. Salt, water, sugar. Salt, water, sugar. You can literally make the shit at home. Also, if you are dumb enough to go out and drink and not take, like, two ibuprofen or Advil or Tylenol. I think it's really Tylenol should not be taken after you're drinking. But ibuprofen, Advil, and have, a like, a cup of water or something before you go to bed. That's all you, honey. Like, I thought everybody understood that <clears throat> after mean, you go out drinking, you're supposed to drink a really damn, big glass of water before you I go was to bed. Sneaking in the house after being drunk, I I knew I need to do that. Mostly because I knew your ass would. If you knew, you'd wake me up early in the morning, oh, yeah. and I wasn't dealing with it. Oh yeah, I was quite evil that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know. Anyway, off topic. Go back to the topic. We don't want to get too well, far down this road. Well, is good. It's part uh, yes. topic, part not. Anyways, right. uh, selenium deficiency. 
Uh, you can have nausea, vomiting, headaches, altered mental state slash confusion, lethargy. <laughs> Here we go. That's just a better word for fatigue. You're tired. Mm -hmm. Seizures, coma. Yeah, so that one's by far like the worst. Yeah. I don't know. The baby one might be the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's. But yeah. as far as like non fetus control as adults, like I don't, coma might be pretty bad. Yeah, coma's um, kind of bad. So, yeah. So just make sure you are staying on top of that, and and <laughs> thinking about how much you're getting. I'm not telling you you need to count daily how much of each daily serving you're getting because I'm about to give you the daily serving information and I don't want y'all to be like freaking out thinking you need to get exactly that or not because it's not like that. The RDI oh, recommended daily intake. Fun fact. Fun facts you've got. Yes. Yep. Fun fact. Um, it is the recommended daily intake to keep you alive. Okay. So you don't die. Yeah, that's that's a ba it's a bare minimum. Yeah, basically. Yeah, bare Even minimum. though, like, the way it's worded, the FDA wants you to think, like, that's the most that you should have. Because when you tell somebody your recommended daily intake of something is X, Y, Z, if you're anything like me, you probably assume, oh, I should only have that's all I'm supposed to get that yep. amount. I shouldn't have any more. Yep. And, and no less. I shouldn't have any less. Or I could have less and it won't be bad. Yep. Yep. Um, but really that's just the lowest amount. So if you're starting to look at supplement labels, or maybe you're hearing this and you're running into your bedroom, bathroom, wherever you keep your supplements, kitchen. And you're like, oh, shoot, let me look at my supplements. You're going to see some that have more than 100% of your mm -hmm. daily value. Your daily value is the percent daily value based on a 2,000 calorie diet. Mm -hmm. So if you eat more than 2,000 calories or less than 2,000 calories, you have to accommodate for that. Yep. Um, it's pretty easy, uh, but the USDA and FDA have done, um, a service, a, well, I don't know what kind of service you want to call it, disservice, great service, I don't know, um, of breaking down what nutrients we should have in an RDI and how much you're supposed to have. <laughs> so you don't, yeah, but they've uh, also, so you aren't unhealthy. But they've uh -huh. also broken it down into uh, daily values. So these have been increased uh, more. Well, some were increased, some were decreased more recently. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just double checking to make sure. Okay, yeah, this is the most up to date. Um, okay, so recommended daily value, again, goes based on your value. Your recommended daily intake. Your RDI mm -hmm. is how your R, your DV is based off. <laughs> I know it's complicated. Yeah, it is. It's 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 a whole lot going on there, but yeah, 
you know, you just got to kind of pay attention to some, uh, some specific numbers and you're going to tell us what they are. Yes. So um, I'm going to go through the ones that were increased first, just because that's how I have everything laid out on my, on my notes. Um, so the ones that were more recently increased, I'm talking like 2020 to 2023 dietary guidelines. Okay. I believe that's where they were increased at. <laughs> um, calcium was updated to 1,300 milligrams from 1,000 to 1,300. Okay. Dietary fiber went up to 28 grams. Okay. Fat went up to 78 grams. Magnesium went up to 420 milligrams. I'm sorry, did I say fat and dietary supplement, dietary fiber were milligrams? They're grams. They're, yeah, they're, no, you, I think you said milligrams. Okay, they're grams. <coughs> they're grams, not milligrams. Um, magnesium is milligram. Yep. Manganese went up to 2.3 milligram. Phosphorus went up to 1250, so 1,250 milligrams. Potassium went up to 4,700 milligrams. Um, vitamin C went up to 90 milligrams. Vitamin D went, well, it went up to 20 milligrams. But what it was previously was just in international units. When you do the conversion, it would have been less. Hmm. Um, vitamin K went up to 120 micrograms. So the ones that they've decreased are biotin, which went down to 30 micrograms from 300 down to 30. Mm -hmm. Chloride went from, nope, I'm sorry. Chloride is now 2,300 milligrams. Chromium is now 35 micrograms. Copper is 0.9 milligrams. Folate or folic acid, because those are interchangeable, went to 400 mcg DFE, which is just dietary folate equivalent. Okay. So basically that's math we do on our end. Molybdenum. Molybdenum, molyb, y'all, my brain, M-O-L-Y-B-D-E-N-U-M. Okay. I rarely see that on labels. I was about to say, I don't think I've ever seen it on a label. Yeah, but that went to um, <clears throat> 45 micrograms. Niacin went to um, 16 milligrams. NE, which is just the niacin equivalent. Um, panathenic acid went to 5 milligrams. Riboflavin went to 1.3 milligrams. Selenium went to 55 micrograms. Sodium went to 2,300 milligrams. Thiamine went to 1.2 milligrams. Uh, total carbohydrates went down to 275 grams. Vitamin A went to 900 mcg, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> 900 micrograms RAE, which is a retinol activity equivalent, I think. Um, 
Vitamin B6 went to 1.7 milligrams. Vitamin B12 went to 2.4 micrograms. Vitamin E is at 15 milligrams. Zinc is at 11 milligrams. Um, the daily values that did not change are cholesterol at 300 milligrams, iodine at 150 micrograms, iron at 18 milligrams, protein at 50 milligrams, saturated fat at 20 milligrams, and then new daily values are added sugars at 50 grams and choline at 550 milligrams. So you may not have seen, so this is actually from the FDA website, all of that information. Um, you may not have ever seen sugars have a percent daily value before, but you should have started seeing them, I think it was 2020, those updated. Hmm. I don't remember. I remember looking at them and I remember seeing it. Yeah. Um, and then you have RDAs. So your RDAs are basically the same. That's just your recommended daily allowance. Um, but these are all in uh, nanograms. So I'm not going to tell you that because no, nanograms no. are like way off. They're that's not gonna way be, off. That's going to be more confusing than micrograms and, and grams milligrams. and milligrams. Yeah. And well, grams. The, the easy thing about those is. If you like to only think about things in grams, milligrams are a thousand per one gram. Right. Micrograms are a thousand per one milligram. I know. Yeah. Um, so you can think of it that way if you want. Yeah. Um, Let's see, what else do we want to talk about, Mom? Well, I know, um, gosh, that's so much information to incorporate in stuff. I know, which is why we're, we split up yeah. this episode. This and we'll be, a... Next week, you'll get the food versus supplement. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, that is just a... It's a huge amount of information to take in. It is. And so typically Americans are deficient in like 10, 10 of these. Yeah, pretty much so. Um, um, it's pretty sad that, and it, it's mostly due to the convenient foods that we now have. Yeah, you know, we have them and we're, you know, you think you're eating better, but you're really not. Yeah. So you really need to kind of pay attention to your vitamins and what, you, what you're eating, what you're not eating. Um, you don't have to sit down and start checking to see how much... Um, yeah, you definitely don't need to check how much you have. Also, when I mentioned added sugars has a gram amount, um, that's because <laughs> th 
they had to they had to do that otherwise companies were gonna start just overloading shit with sugar you mean they're not oh they definitely are they definitely are so when you're looking at labels look at your total sugars and then look at your added sugars if your total sugars let's say your total sugar is 11 your added sugar is 10 that means the majority of the sugar in that product is added sugar and then you can look at the ingredients and see what kind of added sugar is being added in yeah so it, added sugar is something that's not naturally occurring so the way the fda tried to say that was like with milk <laughs> and um but for simplicity reasons added sugars are sugars that are literally added to a product so i'm talking cane sugar brown um rice sugar brown rice syrup syrup thank you go. um syrups in general syrup yeah so syrups in general um let me see here i have it in my notes um honey and sugars from concentrated fruit and vegetable juices uh, they can also be monosaccharides and disaccharides but the average person may not understand what monosaccharides and disaccharides are we will get into that in a different episode yeah those are kind of um well there are big words that can mean a lot of things but we'll go more in depth in there um but what is not an added sugar is a whole fruit, fruit pieces, dried fruit, pulp, or purees, any fruit or vegetable ingredient that contains components of a fruit or vegetable and is not a concentrate, i.e. juice pulp. Juice pulp? Juice pulp is hmm. considered a, a not a an added yeah. sugar. Yeah. Or a uh, and then there are some exclusions, which would be 100% fruit or vegetable juice. Um, certain fruits and vegetable juice concentrates used for 100%, or I'm sorry, used for juice percent label calculations. <clears throat> uh, fruit juices used for jellies, jams, preserves, and 100% juice concentrate sold to customers. Those would not be considered added sugars. Hmm. Or those are the exclusions. The exclusions. Right. Hmm. Pretty interesting. That is interesting. It's uh kind of annoying. Yeah. But I think the having the added sugar on the label has been very helpful, but I don't know how many people are actually looking at that. Like I don't know. How many people understand what that means? Well, it is a it and when you think of it and you look at it, yeah, you know, you see your label and it says total sugars, and then you go added sugars. If your total sugar is eleven grams, mm -hmm. and then it says added sugar twenty one gram or ten grams, yeah. You know, as a layperson, I'm looking at that going, okay, my total sugar is 
X mm-hmm. and then they've added more um, instead of looking at it say, okay, the total sugar in the product is 11 grams, right. which doesn't sound like a lot. No. Or added sugars at 10 grams. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're only allotted, what, 50? 55, 55, I think. 55 and a 2,000 calorie diet. But you think that's 20%. It is a lot, though. (laughs) That's 20%. It is a lot. So that's where the percentages come in handy. Because if you had to go in and remember how much you could have of each thing, (laughs) well, you know. Do you know people wouldn't, would never know? what they have on their uh um <laughs> like they just never know they'd never know how much crap they're eating not that they really know now but still well i mean you know a fourth of a cup now think about this a fourth of a cup let's put a fourth of a cup of my very happy white sugar all right We'll put that in a fourth of a cup. That is 50 grams. Yeah, that's right four tablespoons. That's four tablespoons. And that is 50 grams. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there looking at the 50 grams. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's all I can have for the day. Because mm-hmm. 50 grams is my allotted amount. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I am going to get... My allotted amount in the Boston cream, whatever. Shit, you can get more than your allotted amount in that Boston cream donut. Yep, my Boston cream donut because it's got a chocolate that glaze on top. That you shouldn't be eating anyways. I know. I'm just using it for an example. It's got nary. <laughs> yeah, it's got everything in it. Um, I, I'm just using it as, as an example. I know. Um, But that's just, you think about that for a minute. But also think about how much sugar we consume above and beyond that. We consume way more than that. Well, you know, we... The average American human, and that's why... And I think that that's because we don't pay attention... Because, you know, uh, and I'll use my coffee this morning, my 16 ounces of black coffee that I put probably a quarter cup of creamer in to make my vente iced latte this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I will have to go back because, you know, if you look at them, you're going to see your serving size on that is... um, Outrageous? Well, your serving size is like a tablespoon. Mm. So a quarter of a cup is about three tablespoons. Damn. I think. I have to look it up. Okay. I think it is. It's about three tablespoons okay. or four tablespoons. Well, four, a quarter of a cup is four tablespoons. Okay. And so... If it is, depending on, and I'll have to go look to see how much sugar is in that, total sugars and added sugars, 
to see if I got my daily allowance right then and there. Probably. And that doesn't include anything else I ate later today. The peanut yeah. butter cookie. So. Yeah, but you also got to watch. And, and I will say, check, speaking of labels and foods and sh shit. If you're buying zero sugar or low sugar or no sugar items, mm -hmm. check the ingredients because let me tell you, you know what they got in there and that's why they taste sweet is it's got sugar alcohol in there, which is worse for you than regular sugar. Look, if y'all are going to have sugar, just have sugar. Well, the thing of it is the sugar alcohol, and this is true as a diabetic. Your sugar alcohol, your body metabolizes it the same way it does real sugar. Mm -hmm. So if you go get sugar, you might as well have. You real might sugar. as well have real sugar. You might not need as much of it to be sweet, even though a lot of the sugar alcohols and stuff are extremely sweet. Yeah. To begin with, but your body's going to metabolize it the same way. Yeah. So you're not really cutting back on it. Yeah, that's right. You're not really cutting back. You are, well, you're really not. Yeah. So. Well, guys, so. we hope. Sorry, did I cut you off? No. The you look didn't. you gave me. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, did you, you have didn't. another thought? No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Heavens, no! I don't have any thoughts. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm confused. Um, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. Uh, we hope you learned a lot, or maybe you learned nothing. We probably should have told you in the beginning to grab your notebook, but you can well, always re-listen. <laughs> You can re-listen and stop um, it and write stuff down and go back and write stuff down. Yeah. And uh, if you have questions or comments or concerns or you just want to know about vitamin supplements and um, we have our own recommended brands that we, we've looked at and we trust them and we use them, we're more than happy um to give you recommendations for vitamins if you need them um or want them and uh you can give us a follow on social media facebook and instagram at the casual vegans um you can email us at the uh, at the casual vegans at gmail.com actually our handles are at casual vegans pod <laughs> um and uh oh make sure you give us a rate and review um Absolutely. if you like this send it to somebody that you think might enjoy um we we really want to grow our podcast and we want to be able to help people out and we're trying to give bite-sized nutritional information um Neither one of us are doctors or nutritionists, but nutrition is a passion for both of us. Um, a lot more for me, I think. No offense, Mom. Well, yeah, you do a lot more of it than I do. 
Well, I mean, I'm in the, I'm in industry. You are like, I more work in the in, industry in, than me. I work in the industry, so I, it would be wrong if it wasn't a passion for me. <laughs> yeah, I just get to ask the stupid questions. That's okay. We like the stupid questions. So yeah, y'all make sure you ask us the stupid questions because we don't we don't judge. Oh we, no. We don't assume people know. Well, it's, it's a whole lot to it. it it's because not we just... have also been there. We've asked those stupid questions. I mean, it, it's a it's a lot to take in. It it's is. It's a lot to take in. Uh, so make sure you give us a rate and review. Help us out. Mm-hmm. Share the podcast. You know, rate and review wherever you see the podcasts. And um, we hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye.